Insights, solutions, and networking all come together at RSA Conference. Join a global cybersecurity community at rsaconference.com forward slash ITSPMAG24. Welcome to the Mentor Project Podcast, a place where you will learn, discover new ideas, be entertained, inspired, and even mentored. Our shows explore a wide range of subjects, including science, technology, business, society and culture, art and entertainment, and life. If you would like to learn more about The Mentor Project, please go to www.mentorproject.org. We hope you'll enjoy the show. Well, hello, everybody. We hope you will enjoy the show. We know we will have a good time talking and sharing a few new things with you guys. This is uh, the weekly update with The Mentor Project, a new tradition that is holding for now. So we're doing a pretty good job with that. And uh, it's another full house. So Deborah, Susan, and Tamara, welcome. We're looking forward to hear your update. But we always have to start with Deborah. How have you been doing, Deborah? I've been doing well, thank you. It's been um, pretty exciting because we have so many updates uh, and I can't wait to share them all. All right, and Susan is here. Welcome back again. Great to be here again, another Friday. It's great to be here. Can I expect you to see you every Friday then? It's a commitment. (laughs) I'm gonna be here every Friday. (laughs) Fantastic, and uh, Tamara, welcome. We hope you will enjoy your time with us. It's not going to be that long, but we'll make it count. How about that? Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. All right. So, Deborah, do you want to start with some quick update? And then, Susan, you will introduce Tamara and we'll get going. I do want to give the update. So, um, I'm really excited to say that our website is up and running. We are now, just beware, if you go to the mentor page, Um, that is still a work in progress. We're taking the month of January to finish that, but go look at everything else that we have going on. And if you're interested in, um, having a mentor, there's a button you can click and you can get started right away. So please check out our website, mentorproject.org. The next, uh, update is a really exciting new one. We have for our mentors Fridays with Fred. And now we're opening up Mentoring Mondays at 6 p.m. I think the first one's going to start February 12th. And we'll be getting more information out to people so you can join us on on Mentoring Mondays, where we'll have a mentor featured, maybe a panel of mentors featuring what they're up to and bringing on mentees so that we can have great dialogue happening and a lot of lateral mentorship happening. Um, We're also going to be starting with a new mentoring platform, and our amazing Sam Stone has been getting prepared to start to um, get that moving forward with mentors and mentees um, starting on that new platform. And finally, we are writing, I'm writing a book on the Mentor Project. It is going to, I'm supposed to have it finished by March, but we're contracted with Wiley And uh, another big announcement is that I will be donating the proceeds from that to the Mentor Project. So 
it's really exciting. So um, stay tuned for more information on the Mentor Project book. And that's all I got today, Marco. You weren't kidding. This is a lot of updates and all really, really good. Susan. Nothing like being spontaneous. So as you've talked about this before on Fridays, we come on right after the ment the Friday uh, Friday ment Fridays with Fred, the ment the meeting for mentors where we do a lot of um, lateral mentoring and some other cool stuff and fun stuff. And sometimes we've had mentees on. And um, so we're in that. And just hearing Tamara, we were talking about lots of different stuff. And Debbie was talking to Tamara about wanting her to share a story in the future. And it was like, Tamara, why don't you come on and give everybody the teaser? So Tamara Meyer has been a uh, part of the Mentor Project for some time. And she was part of, I think it was the second hackathon uh, for the Mentor Project. And Tamara, why don't you, then I'm gonna hand the mic over to you because give an overview of what that hackathon was for you. And there were some really cool things that happened. And why don't you just give us a little summary and then people will be able to hear more about this in the future when Debbie interviews you for a longer interview. So happy to talk about our hackathon that we held, the, I believe it was the middle of 2020 in the middle of the COVID pandemic. And we thought, here we have so many kids who are just completely discombobulated by this pandemic. A lot of them are no longer going to classes. They're they're working from home. They've never, they're not getting a lot of socialization. What can we do? And this idea came forth through the mentor project, Debbie, believe you and Javier. Javier. In Buenos Aires came up with this brilliant idea to have a hackathon. And let's, you decided, let's focus on masks. Mask wearing was a big issue, as all of us remember. Think back to 2020, um, trying to uh, put forth the idea that mask wearing was important. We had, why, why not give this project to the kids? Let the kids come up with some great ideas of how to get people to, um, to wear masks, um, concerns that people had about masks not being safe or not working. Let's let the kids figure this out. So the maskathon was born, but we needed kids. And Javier had 10 kids in Buenos Aires who were raring to go. And we had a few kids in the United States. And I thought, where can we get some more kids? Ah, I know, Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> because I had a very um, a colleague, I, I'm a Holocaust educator, and I host a large group online that focuses on one narrative of the Holocaust called the Kindertransport. And Elena, a physicist and a professor in Siberia, and I had collaborated on some other projects. And so I reached out to her and I said, hey, do you have some kids who'd like to join this 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 maskathon, and she came back to me pretty quickly and said, "No, my kids are terrified of Americans and Westerners. I I can't get them to do this." And so we talked a little bit about it, back and forth, back and forth. And I said, "Well, you know, we'll be very gentle. <laughs> We're not the monsters that they probably think we are." So she she talked with them a bit, and we ended up having ten kids from Siberia, Elena's students who were 
I think 13 to 17 years old join our maskathon. And we made it really comfortable for them and allowed them to work together as a group. Um, so Elena could translate, they don't have uh, English language. And we ended up having um, this amazing experience with 10 kids from Buenos Aires, uh, 10 kids from Novosibirsk, Siberia, and then a smattering of kids throughout the United States uh, joined this maskathon. And some remarkable things happened during the maskathon. And then there have been a lot of ripple effects that have come as a result of that going forward up until today. So that's my little teaser. And we'll, we'll talk about that some more next week. It was so much fun when, um, when it started, it was a little chaotic with the language barrier and how Google Translate worked with uh, our meetings. But you know, it's really funny because when you put your mind to something, uh, it'll happen. And it did. It happened. And it was actually a lot of fun to get to see the kids and get to see the kids and how they reacted to us. Exactly. And some remarkable changes have taken place as a result of that maskathon and that hackathon. And, and I have some amazing stories about kids and what they're doing now and some real world um, opportunities that have come about as a result of that. So I'll share a little bit more about that. Next I week. can't wait because, you know, we, we never really get to follow up with mentees. Sometimes they go on and we never know what happens. So I love that you're able to give us the update, you know, the, where are they now in mentoring? Happy to. And, and, Thank you for doing this. This is such a wonderful project. I'm, I'm so honored to be part of the Mentor Project. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's a great story. And it goes to show the way that technology can unite us, right? Instead of <laughs> creating issues. And, and looking at 2020 and now, you know, like I'm thinking when Deborah said about the Google Translator, now it will probably have almost automatic translation with through generative AI. So, uh, but, but the example is that these kids got to work together. And I remember back in my days when I was, uh, you know, elementary school, we used to have the pen pals of people around the world that we didn't really know. And that was really a letter that yeah. you had to write by hand, but it got to ex to give us the idea of connecting with somebody else very far away. And now it seems so easy that maybe, I don't know, Susan, it, we don't appreciate it anymore as much because it's right there. Like just click the button, get on Zoom, and you are with the UK, with Russia, with Brazil. Uh, yeah, you know, I was thinking as Tamara was talking um, about, and, and I, know, I know a little bit about what's happened since, but, you know, one of the, the lessons that was learned, one of the things that the kids got from it was, in, and Tamara, you touched on this, that they were kind of intimidated and afraid of Americans or people from other cultures. And so even though, on the, and people have talked about this, even though there is so much access so easily, like with Facebook and social media and all of that, but it's not personal, it's the facade. It's the, you know, it's not your real, and, and we know kids and adults, it's not the real self, it's the make-believe self that's interacting with everybody's make-believe self. But what the hackathon did, it gave the kids the opportunity to actually work 
on a real live problem that they had to work together to solve. This wasn't about just showing pictures of themselves and, and those fake successes or those you know moments in one's life where you look perfect. This was actually figure showing yourself, being able to work and say, oh, I don't know that, or get help from the mentor. So this was true, true connection. And I know a lot has come about uh, from that, from the kids being able to truly connect with kids from other places, as well as adults from other places on a real level. So, and again, I think that, yeah, Marco, we do take it for granted, but a lot of it, unfortunately, is superficial. But in this, in this, what this did was it allowed for real true connection and mentoring. And, and, and you know, from one pole to the other, from one side of the planet to the other. And, you know, again, kids who were actually frightened of interacting with Americans because what they've been taught. Um, this is what Elena told me. And there were so many other aspects to this. For example, we did need translators and we had three translators who were all children of Holocaust survivors who speak Russian. So they acted as the translators and sometimes to rather humorous effect, uh, a few of them were not so, they perhaps not quite as apt with the language as they thought they were. And then I thought I thought one of the fascinating aspects of the of the hackathon as it was because the kids had to present in a video format what they were doing. Uh, the Russian kids, the, the Siberian kids, used humor a lot in their video in both the preliminary and then the final product video that they they uh, presented, and they used humor that did not land for the judges the first time. It just, um, I found it hilarious, but the judges uh, didn't really understand the humor. So they had to recreate their um, uh, their presentations so that it would land for the Western judges. And I thought that was masterful. What they, were, what they did was just uh, extraordinary. I, I was very, I was very impressed with all of the kids. The, um, the kids from Argentina, America, as well as the Siberian kids. But I was really particularly impressed by the way the Siberian kids had to kind of three, after their little brief exposure to these Westerners, had to kind of think through their their humor in a way that would land for these, what they had previously thought of as almost like Martians. <laughs> You know, they came in having the lowest scores in part one and really, you know, they, they then pivoted in a remarkable amount of time and also did research within it. I mean, they just really pivoted and they were so diligent about coming forward and making a huge change in their project that they ended up winning. And how often does that happen? It was a tight competition too it wasn't like there were and there was anyone that did anything that wasn't amazing and some kids from the u.s and argentina went on to take their projects elsewhere um, for f other competitions but what a race and how cool it was to see the kids make that change and come out victorious but on top of that yes somebody has to win is a competition but 
they were all winner because they got to experience a different culture. Just the idea of, you know, Tamara, you are in PR, so we know advertising, marketing, we had funny and catastrophic experience in the past where you just translate a campaign, but you don't take care of the culture. So it's kind of interesting, this, this idea that, yeah, translating is good, but you need to kind of adapt to what other culture is and what may be funny for me, even as an Italian, may not be funny for someone else. So that's a big lesson. And I think everybody came up as a as a winner there, which is the biggest prize, I think. Yeah, overall. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. The, and everyone who participated, the judges, the translators, um, I, I, I came out, I mean, I, it was an extraordinary experience for me. I, I treasure that experience, you know, as a, as a mentor, as a human being, I treasure that experience. I'll always remember that. And so, as I mentioned, you know, just, just a, one, one little, um, note that as a result really i'd say largely as a result of that that experience for these russian kids uh six of the ten of them have gone on to focus on science they had such an extraordinary experience and they they um they really looked at the science behind mask wearing that was what the siberian kids focused on <clears throat> and what they came up with was i thought ingenious it was so simple and elegant and very smart. <clears throat> and one of those students now is uh, it it she just won a very prestigious science award in Russia, and it looks like her dream to be a cosmonaut is beginning to come to fruition. So I mean, that's just one little ripple that's come out of this. So not that little. No. Yeah. Great. Okay. So I think we, we got our time here. We definitely are interested and I hope the audience is interested to learn more about this story in more depth. And uh, Susan, uh, I'm expecting you to see you again next Friday. Okay. And, I will be here. And, and Deborah and Tamara, thank you for stopping by uh, for this weekly update with the Mentor Project. And until then, until next Friday, everybody stay safe and uh stay curious how about that yeah happy mentoring happy mentoring too happy mentoring thank you for listening this show was brought to you by the mentor project if you enjoyed this segment, there are many ways to thank us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast, making a tax-deductible donation, or becoming directly involved. Subscribe to this podcast and visit us at www.mentorproject.org to learn more. Insights, solutions, and networking all come together at RSA Conference. Join a global cybersecurity community at rsaconference.com forward slash ITSP MAG24.